I got Beyonce. I'm stuck in my head. That's, there are worse things that get stuck in your head. Yeah, a lot of Beyonce in the head. That's the TikTok one. That's I don't know that one. Big right now. Big hit. Big with the TikTok kids. Nice. All right. Uh, podcast AOA. Frankie C is here. What's We're doing it. Doing the thing. Giselle looks like she's moving forward with that divorce there. Frankie C. She's lawyering up and big time. Yep. That's, uh, that seems like it's uh, ball is rolling. Speaking of the balls rolling, this James Corden, I thought this would be a one-time thing. This is the third episode now that we're talking about this fat bastard and the restaurant. This It doesn't stop. He just wants to stay relevant, I guess. Speaking of which, Kanye, dear Lord, you got to hear this this latest thing that he's doing now that he wants to do. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Can we put that first? Yeah, we can. We'll go in whatever order you want. Oh, speaking uh, of uh, jerks, what else? Yeah. We'll talk about Trump. He was subpoenaed today. Uh, we'll we'll see where that goes. I want to talk about chain restaurants. I want to talk about Pfizer. We got to talk about Taylor Swift. I have a death question for everybody to ponder. Nice thing to do on a Friday episode, right? Contemplate your own demise. Jay Sams isn't here because she has COVID. Yet another Frank's no, birthday doesn't. party. What? She does not. I heard she died from COVID. Oh, okay. All right, we're here. All right, so mixed reports coming out of the JSABs camp you right hear, now. Where did you hear she has COVID? I just thought everybody was getting COVID. Well, well, I heard. Fake news. People tell me. Fake news. Giselle hired Tiger Woods' lawyer. When he got divorced, that's big time. He did because... all right, right? Or did he not? I don't know. Who? Did Tiger do okay with that? Tiger did really good. Oh, then yeah, hire that guy. Yeah, Tiger was Tiger's got like three billion dollars, and he still has it because of this lawyer. Tiger Woods hired the Tiger Woods of lawyers. You'd have to. That's good. Stan the caddy. <laughs> you should have hired Stan the caddy. Have a try the bra on. What? <laughs> um, page six got this exclusive. She's hired um, a top lawyer out of West Palm Beach. What happens in West Palm Beach? I don't even know. Is that California or Florida? It's Florida. Okay. Then I don't know. <laughs> you did not do good in geography. West Palm Beach. It sounds like it could be either. I knew... I was 90% sure it was Florida, but I, I had a – when Giselle, uh, I was like, that's California, right? They live in California. I don't know if this is like a New York ego thing, but I always thought like every celebrity lived in the Hamptons. That's a New York ego thing. But it's like I feel like because that's Mar-a-Lago's in West Palm. Oh, yeah. Epstein was in West Palm. Blew. Like they all – like. This so special about West Palm Beach. I mean, I think it's go I mean, it's obvious. It's a ridiculously wealthy area, but I, it's also it's also kind of like the Hamptons, where it's like you think it's this grand, amazing place, and then you drive through it, and you're like, "Is this it?" Like, I mean, what palm trees, a beach? But everybody's like on top of each other. It's kind of strange. I'll tell you, you know, the place that was really kind of like holy cow was Beverly Hills. Yeah, I went to was... Beverly Hills. A lot of like 
not so impressive areas but then there was a lot of areas where it was like wow this is kind of ridiculous this is really nice well that's where the big mansions are one property is like the size of a freaking city block yeah yeah that's what it is yeah well um she's got this guy out of west palm beach um let me see here his name is oh he also so tiger yeah jeff gordon jeff gordon Represented Jeff Gordon in his divorce. Jeff Gordon kept most of his money, from what Isn't I understand. Gordon's fisherman. Yes. Um, Tom Sasser is his name. Tom Sasser. He's the managing partner of Sasser, Sistero, and Roy. Oh. Or Wa, if he's Canadian. I'm not entirely sure. Could be. Could be Wa. Um, source says that things have gotten very nasty between Tom and Giselle, and now that they've got lawyers, they are ready for a fight. They said they are not battling over the kids. They both want joint custody, but it'll take some time to divide their immense wealth and property from all over the world, according to a source that, again, spoke to page six. Oh, boy. If you're the kids, I mean, obviously, this is probably a shitty situation to begin with, but now add on top of it, these are the public matters. Now you read that your parents aren't even fighting over you. How shitty must you feel right now? Well, here's what I would do if I was Giselle. I'd have like 50 pictures and say, if you could pick out your kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you everything. You get whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) Choose your kids. Pick them all out. You get them. That's it. That's the test. Trick question. They were all Twix. Um, they're all all your kids (laughs) that would be funny (laughs) puts four people if he picks two of them they're all your kids (laughs) I'm telling you he's barely there I'd be surprised if he could get if there were 20 pictures in front of him his kids and like his friend the kids friends yeah I bet he wouldn't be able to do I get them all I don't even know how many he has I don't think he knows how many he has I hear that um hello to everybody in the live chat that's checking in i see all our good pals willie paul td of course uh bird uh let me see did i miss somebody victoria dj hello everybody that's coming in piling into the live chat always great to have you guys along for the ride in the mixed in the mix there yeah thumbs up make sure you guys uh share it around robin what's up peace signs all around Eric. eric yep what's happening Hello to everybody. Um, here's what's amazing. Here's what I was thinking about, though, because there was always. Oh, so wait, let me give you this first before I give you my thoughts. They, the Buccaneers, are not having a great season, so they asked him at a press conference, like, "Are you thinking about retiring now?" Because it's kind of like, "Well, your team is doing crummy. Do you want to leave and focus on your marriage?" And he was like, "I am not retiring anytime soon." <laughs> Those That's his, how I answer that. Those were his words. So he's yeah. like. To hell with all that. I'm play I'm here for the long term. You know what? His marriage is going to hell. He might as well play football. Yeah. So they're also saying that there was like a huge fight at one point. That that's kind of what maybe that was when he left training camp. Who knows? I don't know. But here's what I thought about this. Because remember the 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 line about this couple was for as much money as he made, she made more. You know, and she was kind of not so much in the spotlight because he was winning Super Bowls. She was kind of like putting her career on the back burner to take care of the kids. 
you know, but even still, they always was there was always that kind of line where it was like, well, she's worth more because of, I guess, her prior career and maybe some money making things she had going on while she would, you know, even after she stopped with the modeling all the time. I feel like she has like makeup something or other. I don't probably. Know. Yeah, probably all that stuff. Right. So now they hire all these lawyers to split up their wealth when it's like, what are you really fighting? Like if I'm him, I'm just going to be like, what are we going to fight over? Six, seven houses and all that. Listen, yeah. take what you want. I'll get all new stuff. And, and I'll just, we'll save because really, the only people that are here to benefit in this situation are these lawyers. They're the Absolutely. only ones that are going to gain wealth. Totally. Now, you're right, though, but it's, uh, you know, if they're not seeing eye to eye, on, they're not they're What you just described sounds very friendly, but I'm sure they're not really doing. Maybe they're not th that friendly at the moment. And then they're going to be like, no, I want this house. I want that car. So they're going to fight. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. Maybe because I'm not in this situation. That's probably what it is. I can't. Yeah, you don't. You're not gonna be like, if you know, God forbid, you're in that situation, and you're. It's not a, a, a friendly divorce, which sounds like an oxymoron. But you know, there are some divorces where it's just like clean break, and you split it up, and that's it. It's quick. But when you have millions of dollars of stuff, who gets what? It could take some time. It's weird, though. I always have this feeling of, like, they're never going to spend all the money they have. So what difference does it make? What difference does it make if she winds up with three more houses? Like, you still have hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't literally matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't, but I'm sure they're just going to, you know, they see it as theirs and they don't want to give it up. Just, you know without a fight i guess i mean i think it's just crazy to be like oh you want this you want, like i i he's got his little company she's got her little company i take your things and go yeah that, that's no, it. it sounds easy but they're gonna be you know they're gonna be uh they're gonna be nuts hey dj shenanigan congratulations what happened he won his divorce uh gonna have a grandson oh grandson yeah. Big deal. That is a big nice. deal. Um, I wonder if this is the first, because if not, I'm fully willing to give up my son so you can practice for a few weeks. I heard he was being a, a bit of a bit of a pain today. Yeah, yeah. Rough times. Yeah. Rough times in the household today. Yikes. Not doing his homework. Homework on a Friday night is a tough thing though, right? That's a tough sell. But they don't know that yet at this age. He should just be happy to do his homework. Yeah, Friday nights for a kid, it's not like, you know, for someone in high school or college. It's it's not like he's, you know, I, I'd go out to the club tonight, but I have this homework. You know, he's he's home. He's going to be doing something. Yeah, but his club is Roblox, playing video games and shit. Well, you know what's funny? When I remember not coming to that realization of if I get everything done Friday, I have the whole weekend. I don't have to think about it. I remember not coming to that realization until like midway through high school. Before that, I would put everything off till like Sunday night. And then I was like, you know what? If I do it all Friday, I don't have to worry about it. You don't, you don't come to that until later on. You don't come to a lot of things till later on. Why is that? Because you're learning them, I guess. Stupid. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, having a kid is a mind trip too because you see all the things that he does and my daughter too. And I'm going to say he a lot because it's happening to him right now. But you see all, because she's still in that cute, adorable phase. Like she's still, he's turning into a kid from a baby to a kid. You see all the things that he does and you're like, I used to do the same fucking thing. And then you look at him and you go, how could you be so, why don't you understand why this is stupid? Why you're being dumb? (laughs) He is stupid. And you realize that you only know it because you went through it and you grew up and matured and looked back and went, wow, that was dumb. Yeah, I'm I'm 40, you know, you got 40 years on the, uh, 35 years on the kid. And there's no way to express that to them so that they don't make the same stupid mistakes. And that is the most frustrating thing in the world. I know. You're like, how could you not understand that? And like, it's simple things like, I'm going to send you up to your room if you don't stop doing what you're doing. And then he just keeps going. And you're like, well, go up to your room. And then he's crying. And it's like, well, I told you that's what was going to happen. Yeah, this is, you know, that's the thing. They don't, they think they know better. And as kids, and and we were growing up, teenagers, for some reason, we think we know better. That's crazy. You know, when, you, when, you're, when you're growing up, you're like, I could, I could handle this. And so most time you can, you know, I could stay out late or whatever. Not, I could put this thing off till whenever. Yeah. And most times it works out. But if you look back, you go, yeah, hey, I probably should have. Should have got, you know, gone out all those, you know, whatever. Then he goes, then the things he picks up from school, obviously. I mean, he's like, I go, we're having dinner. And I'm like, you know, we had pizza. He's like, I need something to drink. I said, okay, go get a water. And he's like, he looks at me and I go, just get a, get a cup and get water. Get water for yourself out of the fridge. He's like, why are you always bossing me around? I I was like, what? Why are you always bossing me around? That's not even, I think he was, he just had that one in the holster. He had to hear it because when, when he got punished later on. It doesn't even make sense in that. Yeah. Cause my, ordering him. my wife is like, you got to do your spelling. You got to do your spelling. You know, you got to spell this word. And he's like, what? He's like, you're so bossy. You're always bossing me around. And that was it. That's when I lost my shit. I was like, well, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. We're your parents. We boss you around. That's, yeah. That's the deal. You know, it's funny The the, the most scared I ever was of my my father was when he was like, "Don't talk to my wife like that." And that I remember Ooh. that messed me up. He drew a line in the sand, like <laughs> we're on this side, your way over there. Yeah, and I remember thinking in my head, "Wait, who, who mom?" Like, That's, <laughs> don't talk to my wife like that. I was like, "Yeah, she's Holy nothing shit. to you. Yeah. She's my wife." I was like, "Oh fuck, he's serious." We felt like two men at that point, and I was clearly the inferior, you know, of the two. It was going to be a bar fight. And I had that moment today because he was like, he was talking to my wife. I didn't say those exact words to him, but that's when I got really mad. And I finally under, I feel like every, every other day or so, I feel the urge to call my parents and apologize to them. Like all the time. But overall, you just don't. No, because I'm still making that mistake. I'm not mature enough to get that one yet. Uh, Carol, neither of them seem to be hung up on the money. Seems like a lot of emotional loss and hurt feelings. We talked about this not that long ago, that that's kind of what happens, right? Because divorce, especially in particular states, I don't know how it is in Florida, but in New York, everything there's a, there's everything is already set in stone. There's no, you can wiggle a couple extra bucks here and there, but it's really not going to make 
too much of a difference. Everything is, there's statutes in place, there's ways to do it. You don't even really need a lawyer, but a lot of people hire lawyers because they're hurt and they want to take, you know, they want to take it out of their partner's ass and yeah. you wind up blowing all this money with the lawyers and, you know, so. You know, yeah, but what, what Carol is saying is that it's not about the money. It's emotional loss and hurt feeling. It's just, yeah, I want what's mine because I earned it. And why do you, why should you get to, it's a little bit of a dig at each other, I guess. Yeah. So that's James Corden, Frank, you had this story earlier. I found this so interesting. So this kind of unraveled. What is with this guy? Just, you should, he should have just left it alone. So correct me if I have this wrong. Okay, so it happened. This McNally put it out on Monday, just before we did our podcast on his Instagram, that James Corden was a jerk in his restaurants twice. He's banned. Right. Then, hey. banned, Jerry. Then we heard Corden called him up right away, apologized. It was squashed. Right. Then, from what I understand, he sat down to do an interview with the New York Times. Yeah, he did an interview. Uh, let's see. Which was supposed yeah, to be about Times. something else entirely, right? But then they, it all had all just happened. So the interviewer, I guess, just started asking him questions. Yeah, how could you, you know, that if you have James Corden and you're going to ask him about what's going on with this. And he asked him and James Corden said, quote, uh, he hasn't done, quote, anything wrong on any level. I mean, so he's not taking any blame. Um. He said there was another thing he said, uh, called the allegations silly. And then he said, okay, I was there. I get it. I feel so Zen about the whole thing because I think it's so silly. I just think it's beneath all of us. It's beneath you. It's certainly beneath your publication. Um, and then he says in another point of the interview, he goes, it happens every day. Gordon told the report it's happening in 55,000 restaurants. As we speak, it's always about, uh, it, it's always about eggs. No, um, but there was more to that because well, okay, so what that was was some woman next. So they're in a restaurant doing the interview, yeah, and some woman got her order wrong, right? And he looks over at the woman and goes, he made a comment to the woman, and then he turns to the reporter and he goes, "See, it happens every day." Yeah, orders are wrong every day, right. sure. But right. people don't fly off the handle and explode at the wait staff every day. That's right. not the part that happens every day. That's that's the asshole part of it that you shouldn't be doing. I mean, yeah, people, waiters, wait, waitresses, they get stuff wrong. The cook, whoever, isn't because the food passes through like three, three or four pairs of hands before it gets to you. Something might go wrong. You might, you know, forget this or that. The important thing is, I bet you. The woman who was sitting next to them during that interview who got the wrong order or whatever, I bet she didn't yell at the waiter. Right. She didn't flip out and lose her shit. Right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. She might have gotten the wrong eggs or whatever, but she didn't flip out. That's that's the point. That's I feel like I don't know if the waiter, if the interviewer said anything, but that would have been my <laughs> like, listen, James, I hear what you're saying, but you don't have to yell and scream at every every mistaken order and get you know just move on with your life 
Right. And to act like, oh, my thing was just like her thing, like clearly it wasn't if it stuck out in these people's minds. And also, why would you rush to apologize so quickly? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you really weren't wrong, and then you turn around a couple of days later and go, well, I did nothing wrong. Well, then what'd you call him and apologize for right yes, away? So your apology was bull. Yeah. Uh, unless, like, his people apologized for him, or was it him? I'd love to know how that apology went exactly. You know, it's a good question. I mean, McNally said he apologized, and the ban is li- we only heard the ban was lifted from the guy who instituted who the ban. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how it went, and maybe, hey, maybe he said, "Look, I'm sorry," and if we could just squash this meeting, like, don't say I apologize. You know, let's just, you know. And maybe when McNally came out and said, "Hey, he apologized right away," then he looked like a dick and felt like, "All right, I'm going to double down on it now the other way." I mean. His persona in in television and whatever is the nice guy. He seems like the nice guy. So why wouldn't you lean into the I apologize for what I did wrong thing instead of no? Why would you lean into the the negative? I don't know because I think he persona. I think he wasn't going his way. Maybe he kind of saw like read the writing on the wall that he looked like a dick. Yep. You know because he he. I, we gave him credit, right? Remember, we were like, hey, good for him. He apologized right away. Awesome. Yeah, that was nice. But then I was kind of had that feeling of like, yeah, but, you know, you're still a good dick, you know? It felt it's like still... this apology was too fast. That You know what I mean? It was too quick, which made him even seem worse. No, I, I don't mind a quick apology. He, he heard the story and he, and he wanted to not let it sit and fester. That actually is, is good. Like, if he would have waited a week, that would have been like, I feel like we would have accused him of stretching out a story just for the exposure. But since he, from that point, after he apologized, it felt like, great, he's putting an end to this quickly so this doesn't become a big thing. Mm. That's what it felt like. But now, since he basically took it all back, you know, uh, what the what the hell is he doing? He looks like a huge dick now. Yeah, I mean, uh, you ha- no, that's not a thing that happens. Why would you, why would you, advocate blowing up at at waitstaff? I mean, that's that's basically what he's doing. Saying it happens every day and it's okay to to yell and scream at people. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, here's the other weird thing. And some, I I don't know what whatever rag I'm reading right now, that had a like an opinion on this. They took pictures of him, I guess, coming from the interview. Okay. With the New York Times, or maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was some other place that they got him, and he's in his car, right? I don't even know what kind of car he has because it's it's like a telephoto lens, so they're so in close on him, right? I mean, you could tell it's an expensive. You you know he drives an expensive car. I'm sure. Like I mean, there's just no way he doesn't. On so he puts down the visor so that they the photographers couldn't get a clear shot of him, right? And on his like sun visor, <laughs> yeah. Is is a fucking garage door opener? Like, you got what I can only imagine is probably a ninety to a hundred thousand dollar car. Can't program your uh, your garage door opener in in the car. Those things come in the car. Why does he have an additional? Yeah, like like the ones that you and I have that we go out and buy from fucking Sears. I didn't know there was anything better. 
Was there what? Yeah. There's a thing where your car pulls up and it just opens or something? Well, no, yeah, but I, well, you can have it in the car, like it's part of the car. Yeah, like it's part of the car. You program the car. Like I, I got three buttons on mine in the my other car. It's on the mirror. You just you hold you do oh, the it's whole like a Bluetooth kind of thing. Yeah, you do the whole programming your uh, your thing, your garage door, and that's like. Chamberlain, I think, is the company. Liftgate. I don't know what it is, but he's like, he's well, maybe it's not for his garage. Maybe it's for like the gate, front gate. It could be, you know, I don't know. Same thing. Fucking so fucking, yeah. you know, put it together. That alone, dick. He is a dick for not upgrading to the best possible. Correct. Garage door. Correct thing. It's part of a bigger problem. You just don't have your shit together. If you you get you're making all this money on late night movies, you can't you. That's the thing. You don't even have to figure it out. Hire somebody to program your shit. Yep. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, Aaron just pointed out that we open our garage manually with your hands. With my hands. Yeah. What year is this? Listen, we're not James. Not all of us can have. You know, Anthony on air money. That way he could program our car to open our door. You yeah, know, but I you, also you, unlock my door with a key, too. You have a different setup. Your garage is in your back in the back, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not attached to the house. It's yeah, back. so you, you, you got a different setup altogether. So you this doesn't apply to you. All right. But for people who have like garages attached to their house or pull their car. You know, I don't pull my car in the garage anymore. I used to, and now it's just cluttered. You can't even fit it. It's filled with shit. Yeah, it's just, yeah. we just got shit. And got double garage, two garages filled with crap. Two garages. Look yeah, at you. Just filled with stuff. Drives me crazy. One, I kind of know I had to. It was I knew one was going to be a storage thing, but we haven't been able to keep that other side clean enough. And the big killer was too. The big thing one was day you just either have to. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say one one day you gotta have either a big garage sale, or just donate or throw out. Just go through it's it's so freeing, because when we redid the basement, we had a lot of storage stuff down here. We just threw out, yeah, ninety to ninety five percent of the stuff that was down here, or got or some way got rid of. It was great. It's so you don't even have to think about it. It's gone. It's just clutter. It's freeing, right? It is. Yeah. Part of the problem, like I knew I was going to lose one garage because my parents were using it as like their storage. Okay. You know, so I was like, I I knew that was out, but it's just, I, I, yeah, look at this, Rhoda. We can't use our garage. It's full of shit. See? Yeah. I think this is a problem we have. Same with my, my, my garage has a lot of stuff in it. It's, you know, tables, chairs, and uh, during the winter, the like the umbrella and all that stuff goes in there. You know, it's got a lot of stuff in there. Old, like, Leftover tiles. From all construction. Yeah, we don't put a car in there. I couldn't hear you breaking up. Okay. I said, yeah, it's just got a lot of stuff. And we have to, we don't use our garage for the car either. Here's Susan's to keep in track of everything. Frankie sees garages in the back and Anthony's are full of crap. There you go. That's a good summary right there. In the back and full of crap. That's... That's that it. sums it up nicely. You know what the problem is too? And when I was younger, it was easier because it didn't matter. Like you could do that more, I feel. But now it's like 
well, do I need 16 chairs? And you're like, no, but if I throw a big party in the summer, now I'm going to have to go borrow chairs. So, okay, I'm just going to keep 16 fucking chairs taking up all the space. Yeah, the chair, that's a big, if you have like a dozen chairs, that takes up a lot of storage. That's true. And coolers and like you said, tables and like. Yeah, you got to get those fold up tables and you just hang them on the wall or something. It's like you could use your you use your garage every day, but you don't because you're holding on to stuff that you might use once in a decade. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the truth. Oh man, you, that's the truth. Right? Fucking shit. Let me do the jumpstart read, Frank. You hop out, hop back in. I think we're having right, a little technical back. thing. All right, our good pals over at Jumpstart Coffee Company. Man, they keep us going. That's what I'm drinking right now. I don't know if you can see. I got my Jumpstart Coffee and my uh, podcast mug right here. Um, Needed it today, especially needed it after the kid was driving me crazy. Filled it up, felt good. Uh, Got my, uh, open, cracked open a new bag. It was time. Love to support Jumpstart Coffee Company because they support the Navy SEAL Foundation. 50% 50% of what they make goes to the Navy SEAL Foundation. That's massive. That's huge. And you can save 15% when you use the promo code AOA15, and you use the link in the description or the link that's on the homepage of anthonyonair.com. Grab some Jumpstart, support our troops, support the pod, get yourself some fantastic coffee in the process. Really and truly the best. Great stuff. Frank's got the dark roast there. I'm in the middle of the medium dark roast. Actually, we just wrapped that one up. Going back to my medium roast, which I love so much. Um, and then I'm probably going to bounce over to the dark roast after that. I don't know. I like to keep a game plan, but much like Tom Brady, sometimes I'm going to need to call an audible. You know what I'm saying, Frankie? See? So I hear, I hear you. I hear don't hold me to all that. I had I the, uh, the medium dark roast combo yesterday. It was delicious. It was good. Very nice. Yeah, I like it too. Smooth. Good stuff. Smooth like an operator, my friend. Like a smooth mm, operator. Sade reference. Mm. Nice. Who takes back an apology? I mean, really. Just just uh, let the apology. Everybody was fine with it. We were all like, yay, he apologized. And then it's like, yeah, I'm glad everybody's happy. But fuck that. And again, the optics of you're talking about a celebrity versus server. Like, obviously, everybody's going to take the server side. Like, you yeah. just can't win that battle. Be like, I was a dick that day. I was, you know, having a shitty day, and I took it out on them. What an asshole I was. Yeah. You know? He, he doesn't win this one. I'm sorry. You, you're, there's, it's never okay to, to explode at, at the waiters or waitresses there. Unless they, uh, unless they do something incredibly wrong to you or the people you're with then there's no call for that. Agreed. By the way, McNally, the guy who started this all, he basically was like, I will give, I'll let James Corden come into the restaurant for free for a year if he apologizes. Then he doubled down on it and said, I will let Corden eat at Baltazar for free for the next 10 years if he apologizes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I have no wish to kick a man when he's down, especially one who's worth $100 million. But when James Corden said in yesterday's New York Times that he hadn't done anything wrong on any level, was he joking or was he denying being abusive to my servers? 
Whatever Corden meant, his implication was clear. He didn't do it. Although I didn't witness the incident, lots of my restaurant's floor staff did. They had nothing to gain by lying. Corden did. I wish James Corden would live up to his almighty initials and come clean. If the supremely talented actor wants to retrieve the respect he had from all his fans, all four of them before this incident, then he should have at least admit he did wrong. If he goes one step further and apologizes to the two servers he insulted, I'll let him eat for free at Baltazar for the next 10 years. Wow. Ball is in James Corden's court. Sure is. James's Corden. Let's see if he... James's... Let's see if he apologizes and then keeps it there. We'll have to see. Kanye West, there's three things here. His new lawyer, Charlemagne the God, and what he wants to create. Where do you want to go first? Uh, Let's get Charlemagne. Great. We'll do the creation thing last. Charlemagne the God was on... um, uh, He was on Andrew Schultz's podcast... And he was telling the story about how Kanye got mad at him for not taking his side and being on Pete Davidson's side. And he actually screamed at him. He's like, my wife is dating Pete Davidson and his 10-inch dick. Uh, Kanye said this? Yeah, well, yeah, this is... Do you want to hear the actual audio? Oh, God. <laughs> Andrew Schultz is not going to sue us. He's a gentleman and a sweetheart of a guy. Hear it. Oh, that's good. White boy with a tennis penis, and you won't help me. <laughs> My wife is out here a white boy with a tennis penis, and you telling me that's your friend, but you're supposed to be culture. Uh, I thought you said, I, th- I thought Kanye was actually yelling. He Kanye yelled that at Charlemagne. Charlemagne was telling him the story. Yeah, creating it. I got you. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. He's supposed to be culture. I like that. He, and and Charlemagne was, and I don't like Charlemagne the God. I, he he kind of rubs me the wrong way a lot of the times. But he's like, Pete Davis is my friend. What do you want me to do? Like, you know, right. sorry, you know. Yeah, and I don't know what, what, what was the f- fight? Like, what was the argument about? The argument was that that took his, took his he, side about what? Because he called Charlemagne to kind of like, hey, we got to get this guy. You know, and Charlemagne was like, "No, like that's my oh. friend." And he's like, "Oh, my wife's out here banging, and you're taking his side." You know, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, which is not great. Not great for Kanye. The Jewish stuff, and then he like the white guy. Like when you say the white guy in that particular instance, like that feel, you know, that feels like a little wrong on on some levels. But the, the Jewish thing's worse. Yeah, the Jewish thing is way worse. Even though I can't get past, he said Deathcon and not Defcon. It drives me crazy. That's, yeah, that's 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 because you know. But he, he must have been, been on a. Yeah. I must have been on a kick though, because he said the same thing to Michael Rappaport. So that just must have been what he was saying he that week. It, I think he got it right when he said it to Rappaport. He may have said De- uh, Defcon, and, but I don't know. That yeah, it's hard, hard to, to tell. Boy, people are not happy with that. Like with the the, the Jewish thing that has not yeah. gone away. It shouldn't go away. Yeah. It's 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 insane. I mean, why you know, he he said it and he actually kind of when he said it, I saw a thing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was like, "No, I not not just the just the Jewish people that that met, that screwed with me." You know, just right. I that's that's what I'm talking about, not all Jewish people. It's like, what does them being Jewish have to do with anything? That's why would you point out that they're Jewish then? 
you know, you're obviously using Jewish as a negative thing. You're trying to make it seem like they did something bad and they're Jewish and, and they're, you know, it's like, no, them being Jewish has nothing to do with how they treated you. If they did something wrong. I don't even know if they did something wrong to you. Hard to tell, right? It's Kanye. I mean, it's hard to tell what's real. <laughs> uh, I can't with this guy. All right. Second thing, Kanye just hired the world famous Johnny Depp lawyer, Camilla, Camille? Okay. Camille Vasquez to be the his that, lawyer. The one that we wanted Johnny Depp to to hook up with, but he ended up hooking up with his other lawyer in Europe, right? Who's basically a Camille lookalike. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So so the one we wanted from here. Yeah. He hired okay, so Kanye hired. Kanye hired Camille Vasquez to be his lawyer. For what for what? Just to have her on retainer, I guess? Or I guess so, yeah. Because I thought he was doing it for a specific case, but it doesn't doesn't really say. Okay. To I mean, oversee guess, his business deals and contracts is what it says. Yeah, I guess every entertainer needs a lawyer and whatever. Yeah. Just oversee that kind of they stuff. They probably got 90 lawyers. I'm kind of surprised that she went to him. She reached out to Kanye? No, not that she reached out to Kanye, but I'm surprised she accepted. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure she has bosses she reports to, and they said we're going to maybe you know, a company as a company we need to take this on. But I kind of feel like she could, you know, this might hurt her. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, you know, she's going to be labeled an anti-Semite, basically. Yeah, not cool. You know, I mean. Yeah, not a good look. So Camille is uh, over there for now. Okay, here's the fascinating thing. This is an exclusive from Rolling Stone magazine. They just put this out um, just before we jumped on the air. That Kanye wants to build his own mini city. And he's put, by the way, the last time I heard this idea, Walt Disney was attached and it became Epcot Center. <laughs> he couldn't even do it. He did it. Fucking, no, 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 it's no. It's there. <laughs> it's a theme park. He, okay. he didn't intend to build it as a theme park. He intended to build that as a place where people would really go and live. Right. Like, I don't know. Did you know that? People might not know that, actually. No, Epcot, in its inception, Epcot was supposed to be a place where people would live, and it was going to be an experimental city, meaning, like, everybody would have this dishwasher, and everybody would have their um, garbage taken out the same way. Like, it was supposed to be like a, let's see if we will experiment with this here and see if we could take these this methodology and then bring it to other cities. So, okay. like... it. It had like a middle and then it was built out in rings. Like if you look at the original plant, Google that one day when you got nothing to do. Like Epcot City, this future is it had originally it was originally supposed to be this whole thing where people like went and live and experimented and you know tried to figure out how to live a better society. Okie doke. It's kind of crazy. But this is what he wants to do now, and he's filed for several patents for this. You know, as he develops this little universe, as they're calling it, what they're really calling it. Are you ready for this? A universe. Well, that's good. See? Yeah. See no, that's good. I know. I know it's good. <laughs> A ecosystem. It's not bad either. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. They did use the universe thing because they also filed patents to call it 
the Yeezy verse. Spelled Y E E Z Y verse, and also spelled Y Z Y verse and Y X Y verse. And what? Why? Why is he doing this? Okay, there's a little. There's there. He actually tried to do this once already. Like he's just batshit crazy. So, anybody else getting like a Howard Hughes vibe off of off of <laughs> Kanye lately? Mm-hmm. I feel like. He's gonna build a, a, a the spruce goose and try to fly everybody like a thousand people. Yeah, that's I got that vibe too. It's not good. Christine writes, "This city reminds me of Hitler's design for cities in Germany." Yeah, you, not a you great do. Look. Whenever somebody's kind of like, "I'm gonna redesign the world," you're kind of like, "Okay, hold on." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's take a step back. Yeah, and figure this out. Why do you want to do this? Like even Elon, who's batshit crazy too, he's kind of like, let's start with the tunnels. You know, he's kind of like, maybe some tunnels will alleviate traffic. Like he's literally taking on one portion of what yeah. Kanye is talking about. Right. Like, I don't know. Maybe we'll, yeah, you know. Fix the things we got already. Um, so sources told Rolling Stone it's described as a self-sustaining enterprise that would have its own branded homes, retail stores that sell ecosystem branded food items and beverages. The plan is serious with arrangements to launch the first campus as early as next month, one source says. Eventually, West hopes to establish these mini communities across the country. Hey, you know what? If it's housing for, if it's, you know, if it gives people homes, okay. But if it's like, we've got like these weird rules and shit and only certain people, then I just, I feel like this is going to take a bad turn at some point. This is, this is not (laughs) going to go well. Yeah. This is going to be like fire festival. Well, you know, it's going to be, something's going to go terribly wrong here. Um, another source said he is trying to do shit that people couldn't even conceive of, and he's trying to make it happen. He comes from a good place. It's definitely his goal that everything that people touch that's his is a good thing and has good impact on the world. As long as he's making money. Got it. Um... He teased this idea of a self-sustained enterprise in mid-September when he appeared on CNBC to explain that he severed his relationship with The Gap. Um, He hinted that he might terminate his deal with Adidas, too. Um, Following, by the way, following the anti-Semitic remarks, Adidas said that they're putting his partnership on under review. Uh, Balenciaga. Who's Balenciaga? What do they do? I thought it was a clothing company i'm not really sure is that just clothing or are they bags or something not a clue it's all right frank don't you wear your little your little pretty face i got a fashion expert that's all over this hello love bug you're on the podcast okay what's balenciaga um it's a designer what do they make like just clothes or they make like bags they make bags they make like everything a little of everything Yes. Okay. All right. That's all I need you for. Thank you. You're welcome. You sound you sound sexy. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Give it a shot. All right. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. Bye. Um, I thought they were just a bad company. 
Anyway, so I don't know. It sounded like a wine. Or oh, I bet you Balenciaga has probably got good tannins. Nice tannins. Um, during that interview, which everybody was going crazy over the fact that it was, you know, it was Adidas and Adidas. So nobody listened to the rest of the interview because, again, he's batshit crazy. Right. But he spoke about building his own castle, saying he was tired of having to answer to retailers, being frozen at, frozen at business discussions, and having his designs r- ripped off. Instead, he wanted to build his own company and purchase his own factories, boasting that his new private school, which he has actually, the Donda right. Academy, yeah. would focus on bringing Ameri- the American economy back, starting with our children. Let me know when... I feel like there should... You know when... <laughs> When you're doing testing on audiences and they hit the button when they find something funny. <laughs> Wish we could hit the button when you find something that's creepy. Yeah. Let's start with children. Uh, he's what, here's what he said. We are focusing on engineering for our species. Uh, what's the one thing that we need most? Food. We are engineering food, he told CNBC. Adding that the Donda Academy students would also be learning automotive, software, and shelter engineering. Days after his appearance, West's company Mascot Holdings filed numerous trademarks, ap- trademark applications that create the framework for a mini community, uh, according to a trademark attorney, Josh Gerben. This is all in Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, Gerben explains the way these series of trademark applications were filed, it would very much be how you would file a trademark application to protect this type of idea idea of building this type of a community out. Uh, The trademark applications covers branding and typical products such as clothing items and retail goods. But in a first for West, the CEO of Mascot, these new filings include a range of beverages, pre-made alcoholic drinks and liquors, raw fruits, vegetables, snacks, candy, and other processed foods. The filing indicates that West plans to create a variety of services under the ecosystem umbrella, such as consulting services for nutrition, beauty, interior design, and public relations. Ecosystem filings um, that would establish a production arm for movie, television, and radio programs, as well as an online media site that features information on the recording artist's fields of beauty, fashion, modeling, acting, music, and the arts. The ecosystem also hopes to create its own residential buildings and houses. So basically, he's talking about creating... So basically, a... North Korea. That's... Right. Okay, and every... Just a closed off... Right. Everything has to be about Kanye West. <laughs> you have to wear his clothes. Right. You got to use all his, his engineers and all his people. And eat his food, and that's that. Okay. Yeah, and and then you know, because it's it's so funny that you said North Korea. I didn't even think of that, but that you're dead on. You're just dead on. Because what's going to happen? It's like, okay, everybody, we're not going to have money because you're just going to get whatever you need. But we're, you know, we have to make our own food. And then what's going to happen? You're going to make more food than you need, and sell it to other places, and you don't need money. He still has to function within. I mean, if he's planning on making these communities within the United States, he still has to function within United States laws and how things are run and unions and this and that. I mean, I'm sure you can't just create your own. I mean, there's communities everywhere. You can't, you know, there are, uh, you know, living uh, 
facilities and communities that are, I mean, that's fine. But eventually, you know, people, I mean, what if someone blasts uh, a Ray J song in their, <laughs> from their home? You'll be uh, hung. Like, You'll be hung that, in the town square. Yeah. Is that, the, is that against the law? Which, by the way, will be a circle because he does everything a little bit different. Town circles. Town circle. Uh, Susan F's, just don't drink the Kanye. Uh, Get it? I like it. Good. It's yeah, good. That's good. Uh, what are they going to call themselves? Yevidians? Yevidians? Not bad. <laughs> I can't imagine where it would be. I mean, it could be anywhere, I guess. I, you know where it's going to be. Somewhere near Utah. That's the only other place, right? Don't they have that shit out there now where they marry seven wives and they all fucking live together in these communities? Well, I don't know if he's going to... I mean, again, we don't know what's going to happen in these... But could you imagine everybody in the community is wearing the same... It it feels like, you know, they're going to be wearing the same clothes. It's all that Yeezy brand clothes that's like $1,000 for a pair of shoes. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be weird, and they're gonna be making them, and he's gonna be selling them. And again, if you don't need money in the community, who keeps the money that he's that they're making while they're selling it to the outside world? They're gonna have Yeezy bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is a shrewd buck. Yeah. Um, this is a fucking cult. I mean, the guy is describe. He's fucking trademarking a cult. You know, just because he says, and I listen, and I understand. Here's the thing, too, with all of this stuff. And fuck you if you, Hitler included, all these people, they think they're doing a good thing. Yeah. You think Hitler thought he was wrong? No, that's true. You know, what the thing is, if you wanted to do something good for, you know, then you wouldn't, you know, smear your name all over it. You know, it wouldn't be the you wouldn't build your castle in the middle of the town and be like the this is a the ye what was it ecosystem and this ecosystem is, you would just build up the neighborhoods that already exist or build more homes or you know what is what is what is this what are you doing when you short circuit you don't understand that okay the world has got a lot of flaws yeah. but the thing is is that we all there's there's a freedom to it. And nobody's really in control of it. Like, that's the thing, right? That's what we all kind of agree upon. These people see it as, well, if I think it would be great. To, hey, we all think it would be great if we didn't have to worry about money. And we just yeah. traded food and things, you know? But that it, that doesn't work. And here's the thing, too. Yeah, we evolved from that. We've had that already. Right. Human nature, there doesn't exist a person that can deliver what he's talking about and not take advantage of it it just that's doesn't happen that's the problem you know if you wanted to build up communities great but the fact that it's you know a ecosystem you're basically building a shopping mall that people live in but the shopping mall contains all your stuff right it's like mm, that's not i know you want to make homes and stuff but just make the homes you know, that already in in established places or whatever, but you have to build your own. It seems like you want to make your own town where you run everything. And you're like in charge, which it, it just seems very, very weird and not the right direction. Dunder Mifflin, Infinity. 
Nice, yeah. Robin. There you go. Um, so you call it ESA? Oh, I like ESA. See, there's the heartbreaking part. The wordplay for this is just phenomenal all around. It's never ending. There hasn't been one bad one yet that doesn't get me. Exa- I'm kind of thinking about moving there just for the wordplay. <laughs> just to have all the di- we could we could make money on the shirt. No, we can't because he we can't put you on there. Yeah, I know. Uh, by the way, not his first time. He pitched a eco village just before the pandemic, and he talked about. Here, wait. Let me read this part. He shared plans for an eco village in 2020 that failed to materialize, but would have largely focused on building a self-sustained community for mothers and children. According to West, there would have been an educational. Fathers. Co- <laughs> fucked. Father, you're out. They were, he's going to be the father. You can't have oh strong. Boy. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, fathers just get in the way. <laughs> he, according to West, there would have been an educational component to the ranch with dwellers generating income for the community through growing their own food, goods, mushroom plastics, whatever that is, and creating wild craft and herbal products. This sounds like an episode of The Walking Dead when they start to re, you know, they 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 start to recreate the community and they're built, they're growing their own crops and they're they're like, you know, they're self-sustaining in a way, but the, you know, we don't have, you don't have to do that. We're in a, we live in a country where you can go to the store and, and things get shipped around all over the country. I mean, you don't have to be self-sustaining. It would, you know, I, I just don't, I get it. If you could grow your own stuff, great, go for it. But this seems very, you can't do it unless my stamp's on it kind of thing. It's like, no, that seems, that seems not good. Yeah, they still have to pay taxes. Yes, they would still have to pay taxes. Absolutely. Miss Justice says. Around so this if time, they don't have to worry about money, they're going to have to pay the government. You still have to have America, money. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, you're right. You're money right. Has to, you, if you're functioning, if you're a community in this country, you have to operate within the monetary system. He's probably got that all thought out, though. He's probably thinking, I, he'll pay the taxes for everybody off of the money that they're making. Like, that's why we have right. to make extra sweatshirts this month, kids, because we have to pay the taxes. Yeah. For the you evil, keep, evil people. You got to keep this community going. Mm-hmm. He was also talking about building a prototype of a Yeezy shelter, which was a large dome structure crafted from wood and metal material. What? Just a uh, structure? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is fun. Listen, when you give a crazy person like millions and millions of dollars, yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars, we're all gonna have a good time watching what happens. Just hope nobody actually moves into one of these fucking things. I can't imagine. But you know, people are. There's people out will. there that are just as fucking crazy. Absolutely, they're gonna. There's, there's people that'll go and live in these things. I have no doubt about that. But um, I just don't see. The allure, like why? I get that you know everything's you're self-sustaining. Okay, maybe there's a if it's good for the environment, maybe then that's good. But you know what's crazy, Frank? We do have this model right now. Yeah. We basically have this self-sustaining model. We just put money as the intermediary. We don't trade, you know, a handbag that we made for food. No, but we sell our product 
for money and then take the money and buy food. Like, you know, we're, right. we're, that's the system we've all agreed on. <laughs> we've agreed on the system. <laughs> that's what we've been working with for a long time now. It seems to be going all right. We have an agreement um, with the pigeons. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so you're right. I mean, what happens when, you know, when these people, when these people that live in these, uh, ecosystems want to travel and go outside of the ecosystems. I mean, I'm sure that's okay, but then they have to interact with the rest of the world. Uh, is that what he's saying that, that they won't have to worry about money? That's what, that's part of this thing. Or are you making that up? No, no, no. He, not that, no, I didn't say that. He, no, I, I added that, that, Oh, okay. They, but he did talk about them. He said that they would be growing their own food. That's fine. People can, you grow your own. That, that's not a, I don't see that as an issue. You know, grow your own food. Fine. People grow their own food all the time. But the issue I'm having is. Wait, and e- creating wildcraft and herbal products. What are you going to do with that? You're going to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they want to, they could. I mean, that's people who don't live in those communities do that and it's fine. But my problem is. I feel like he's going to take a too big a role in this and be the leader of the whole thing yeah what at what point in this process do you introduce guess what everybody i have to father the next generation of right yeah yeezyites everybody line up all the women line up because here's what's happening it's time to build the army now page going well page brings up a good point his sunday mornings could give him a tax exempt status ah what if he See starts that? this as a church? He could start a, like a Donda church or something. I don't know. And everybody's just living in the church. Yeah. No, this uh, this does not sound good. I mean, if he wants to build communities, great. But do they have to be Yeezy community? You know, do they have to be like... They got to be in the ecosystem. Them? Right. Can he just build up community? That's great. Build communities. Love it. Build houses. Build... You know, uh, build what do you work businesses. for Adidas? Why are you trying to bring the man down? Let him build his ecosystem. He can build whatever he wants, but I'm just saying. Sounds like you're just trying to control him. Yeah, that's so no. It sounds like you're trying to bring him down. That's probably it. You're on no, the I Adidas just, payroll, aren't you? Gap. Okay. Admit it, you son of a bitch. I'm a son of a bitch. It just sounds. It sounds very culty to me. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. I, mean, I just you want to go the Jimmy Carter route and build houses, great. <laughs> build all the houses you want. Build a community. Build several when you, communities. When you but said when you culty, to... in in my mind, I imagine Kanye, you in a room with Kanye and all his people, and Kanye's screaming about how great this is gonna be, and they're all cheering him, and you're just sitting there quiet. <laughs> like, Frank, what do you think? I, it sounds a little culty. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be tossed right out of there. It sounds sounds a little, you know, a little. I like the know, food me, part. That, this like, would be this would be you. The, well, the food thing sounds nice. I gotta. The, I yeah, like the food. Communities part. growing food, wonderful. It sounds good. Building houses, great. Uh, you know, you want to build businesses, build a business, whatever. But to like close it off. <laughs> Can I be honest? <laughs> Can't, yeah, to only sell like Yeezy products and whatever, mm, a little cultish. A little culty. Mm. <laughs> My God, 
Paul, Paul for uh, four ninety nine super chat. Appreciate that. Thank you. A community glory hole would be nice. That would be. See now you now you're talking sense. Now we're building a community where we could all live in. Uh, a community that keep that gives back. Mm-hmm. And gives back and keeps giving back. How about this? A glory hole. Ah, you see. Hmm. Patent pending. Hmm. Get our way. Frank, uh, email our trademark attorney. Get on that. Let's see if yeah. we can't head that off at the past. Let me, let me get him. I'll see if I can track down his number. Make some cash off of this ye ecosystem. Uh, Frank, you're being so bossy. Why are you being so bossy this episode? I'm a jerk. I like... Thank you, Eric. Uh, hey, would you blow me? Are we going to have to learn Yiddish? <laughs> uh, Paul wants to know, are Jews invited? I think he would. I don't know if he would court and put them in a different section. I, I just, I, I feel like that's what worries gonna, me. There's going to be a lot of. It's going to be some good, mostly bad, coming out of this. Fun as fuck to watch, though, don't you think? Mm. Again, positive notes. I'll give you some. Po you know, the positive stuff is growing food. Wonderful. Love the food. Building houses. Great. Build the houses. Um, but again, only easy products, merchandise, all that stuff. I think is where you lost me. You know, you want to build, you want to build up houses in Manhattan. You want to build up houses in Brooklyn. You want to build the houses wherever you want. Great. But do you need to, I mean, if you want to own them, own the houses, rent them out, whatever you want to do. But to make it like a closed off Yeezy community, it sounds, yeah, again, cultish. Uh, Misfit Madness, isn't this what the Amish do? Yeah, but I think the Amish like pay taxes and vote sure and it's just electricity they have a problem with. Everything else is fine. Yeah. It's just the electricity. But they've like kind of closed themselves off a little bit. They're not being run by, you know, someone. I don't know. I tell you what, you got to give that Amish credit, the Amish credit. I mean, with the way the world is today, mm -hmm. for them to just look at it and go, no, thanks. I mean, that's something else. Really and truly, that it's... It's it's a very humble life, and it's it's truly... You know, how, I, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. It's weird because there are times where I will be like, I envy them. I can't stand all this social media crap and then there are other times where i'm like what's that latest trend on tiktok i gotta get on that right now like they're missing out on so much yeah music alone they don't listen to music i think they make their own that's cool but they don't listen to anything else outside i guess outside of that's true they can't listen to a recording you know You're like yeah. tom what was that thing fuck i don't i think i can't record it i, I forgot it already I mean, son I, of a bitch it was so good that alone is, is <laughs> that's hard. That's hard to do. What was that thing you played last week? I hey, fuck, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, it's gone forever. Unless there's a way you re you can record on something that you yank, that you, you know, you crank up. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. They have, they have those, you know, those, I don't know what they call them, but the music boxes where it plays a little ding, 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 as the thing turns, you know? Yeah, that's true. I could do that in some way, but. Figure that out. I don't know. Bless those. Uh, bless the Amish, though. They're they're still doing their thing. They're still going, man. 
Speaking of still going, uh, Trump got subpoenaed today. It officially came through. The January 6th panel voted last week unanimously to get him uh, to subpoena him. Today, the House Select Committee uh, formally issued the subpoena for Trump uh, tonight, eight days after voting to unanimously um, issue the subpoena. It's a 10-page document that claims Trump personally orchestrated and oversaw a multi-part effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The committee alleges that Trump summoned tens of thousands of supporters to Washington and knowing they were angry and some were armed, sent them to the Capitol. Certainly did. Uh, It is estimated that this subpoena will likely kick off weeks of legal wrangling involving the 45th president, who is already embattled in, excuse me, a court fight with the Justice Department over the classified documents from his Mar-a-Lago resort, which they're saying now definitely held the Iran and China nuclear, whatever, secrets, whatever it was. Wonderful. Why would he have to have those? Um, You got this. You got the other thing that he went to court for. You got the Alicia James stuff that he's going to court for. Like, it seems kind of like it seems like a lot. I love that he's being subpoenaed. I wonder what the subpoena says. Like, he has to appear in court like what day like when is this all when is this all happening yeah i don't know exactly because i don't think we've had a chance to see all of it just yet but i'm sure that it'll come to light subsequently um his good buddy there who's the breitbart guy fuck is his name bannon 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 got four months i believe in prison four months in prison for bannon for ignoring his subpoena to uh, testify uh, at these exact same hearings. Um, and here's the thing, though. Who is the guy? Eric Holder? So this is what the, the right-wing people are, dry, are going crazy for. Eric Holder was a attorney general. Forgive me. I know nothing about this. I just saw that Eric Holder was trending as well as Steve Bannon. And supposedly, as the story goes, Eric Holder... I don't even know if I have his name right. Please, in the live chat, help me out here. Somebody throw me a bone. Eric Holder got a subpoena from Congress in the 90s, ignored it, and nothing happened to him. I don't know what he did. I don't know what it was for. Part of me kind of vaguely thinks it may have had something to do with Clinton and the the whole blowjob in the White House thing, but I'm not 100% sure. I could be way off on that. But basically, everybody's just pointing out of how unfair it is that there's a different set of rules for Democrats and Republicans, that Republicans are held to higher standards and the Democrats get a pass. Okay, here's what people are saying on Twitter. When Eric Holder was held in civil and criminal contempt of Congress, he got a full pass. Bannon will serve four months on the same charge. What? That, uh, that Eric Holder, who was an attorney general, Lu- Luis Lerner, mm-hmm. um, they all were held in contempt of Congress for, for ignoring congressional subpoenas, okay. and nothing happened to them. But Steve Bannon got sentenced to four, month, four months in prison. Uh, now, who was, who was the guy? He was the uh, attorney general? Eric Holder, yes. Okay. He's the attorney general. 
I mean, again, everybody should be equal under the law, but Steve Bannon is um, nobody. Um, but yeah, I don't think I, that ma- that doesn't matter. make a difference. Shouldn't matter. But um, yeah, I don't know. Different people in charge now from 20 years ago. You know, people enforcing the law this time. I don't know. I don't know. I, c- I couldn't tell you about why it was different. In the, if I was interested in it in the t- 20 years ago, I might have said something. Mm. What am I gonna say? But I might have been like, "Yeah, he should, he should be, you know, held accountable." But we're here now. I, I get it. If if he did something wrong, if he ignored a subpoena, you gotta. I'm sorry, you gotta be punished for it. I get it. But um, Paul says that holder was different, and that holder also uh, get, that produced documents that he gave documents over to Congress. Oh, there you go. So he uh, he was able to. to Help them out with stuff. Then, okay. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about it. That's just what the the right wing people are screaming about. So I mean, I'll that, look into that it. That kind of makes that kind of makes sense. If Holder was uh, helpful in some way, you know, people get leniency when that kind of stuff happens. You hear about that all the time. People, in, in, you know, get arrested, and then if they turn over or, or rat, you know, rat on other people or whatever they do, they get a lighter sentence. That kind of thing. I get it. Paige will give you a minute to tell us who the hell Susan McDougal is. Not a clue. I got nothing on that one, too. Anyway, back to Trump, though. I while we wait for Paige, I, I, I would. I, this to me is like a nightmare. That's, this sounds so fucking miserable. What? To to just have to sit there day in and day out and fight this thing and fight that thing, like that sounds for who? fucking mis for him for Trump. Doesn't that sound miserable to you? You get 16,000 lawsuits coming out of your ass? For us, for a normal person, it sounds miserable. But for him, he just turns his lawyers on him and said, I'll I'll be on the golf course. You need me, I'll be out there. I'm sure sure it's getting to him a little bit. I was going to say, you don't think he's sweating it? I'm sure he's sweating it a little bit. Uh, That's why he rants on his bullshit social media thing. But I, I can't, like... I'm not, you're not, it's going to be hard for you to get me to be sympathetic. I'm not. It's not, <laughs> not, not going to happen. The guy's an asshole. So that that's. Perhaps Paige was, uh, meant Susan McDowell of the McDowells. They make a fine burger. They do make a fine burger. No sesame seed buns. That's the difference. Her refusal to answer three questions for a grand jury on whether President Clinton lied in his testimony during the Whitewater trial led to led her to receive a jail sentence of 18 months. For contempt of court that made up most of the total 22 months she spent incarcerated. All right, so she refused to answer three questions, and she spent almost two years in jail. I feel like I remember that, too. All right, so there you go. You know, I'm sure there were reasons that this that that guy didn't get, you know, uh, prison sentence for ignoring the subpoena. I'm sure he turned over some shit. That Can was I tell like, you? I have stuff. You don't want to, you take away my jail sentence. Here is, is some stuff. Can I tell you what burns my ass though about Bannon? He knows what he's doing, and four months in in prison, which is going to be a bullshit. It's not like he's going to maximum security. No, he's not afraid of that, and he's going to use this to just. Spit out and churn his. 
listen, media savvy guys like this fucking guy, you can't trust these guys, man. They just they know they know how to play the public like a fucking instrument. There's a reason why politicians hire people like this because they just know how to play the game. This guy took Breitbart from horseshit to a major media player. And once he left it, it fell right back down to horseshit again. You know, I mean, he just knows what he's doing and he knows, hey, I'll do four months. No big fucking deal. I'm going to make so much money off of this. You know, he's going to because he's going to prey on people that think it's the whole corrupt system and all this and that shit. And they're going to give him fucking money. And he's going to use that money to fight off his other bullshit and buy boats and fucking, you know. Oh, I'm not. He'll probably be fine. But this is just step one. I mean, ignoring a subpoena was step one. But now he's got he still has to go to court. He still has to do everything that the subpoena said. You know, it's still it's still. Yeah, but after that, that's it. This is it. He's going to do his four months and he's going to get out and. No, but he's still he's still part of this whole thing. He's still being prosecuted for, for fraud and all this stuff. He's oh, still, all the other stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, got all he that. He still other has stuff a lot, a long way to go to be to be out from under. The, well, this is going to fund his defense fund, so he can get out of that and fucking yeah. go sit on a beach somewhere. Um, Susan's uh, Susan F. Sorry, uh, and you're so right. They're playing media chess. Here's the thing that breaks my heart, though, and really and truly, I mean that. With most politicians, especially guys like Bannon, though, they're just taking normal, average, everyday Americans' fucking money. Of course, like there's people that don't have a pot to piss in that are sending this guy a hundred dollars because he gives them fucking faith, you know. And it's just he's not going to give them anything back in return. No, he's not. He's just funding his his get out of jail bullshit story. You know, that's all he's doing. That's the same thing with Trump. Trump is asking for millions. You know, he's got he's got this fundraising thing going on. And he, and what's it paying for? What's he's not even he's not running for anything at the moment. What's he? I don't disagree, but I want to say this too. It's the case with most politicians because people see something in these people and they go, "I believe in this, and I want to see this succeed." And they give them money and they don't get anything in return ever. I understand sending money to. If you want to send money to a politician who's running for something, you want to you know help fund their campaign, that's one thing. But just send me money so we can fight these people. You know, it's like eh, you're not really campaigning, you're not running for something. What is this money actually going to? You have show, you, show you don't have back. to answer this question. Have you ever donated to a campaign? Yes. You have. I have. I've never donated to a campaign. I've never felt like. I need to support this monetarily. Never, never had that feel. Never felt compelled enough in my life to be like, I have. Here's here's some money. I have. I don't know what that feels like. It's when you're so when you when it gets to you and you're like this. You want to you want to just show your support, and if it's something you can donate great you know it's small money you know i didn't donate like hundreds of dollars it was small but just a little bit and you know i felt like maybe this maybe this a little bit will help i don't know it felt it felt 
Like it was oh, good. good. One patriotic bitch. Love the name. Guess who hasn't been arrested? Hunter Biden. I think hey, he will Trump be Trump hasn't sure. been arrested either. <clears throat> I think Hunter Biden. I mean, the, by the way, I was surprised Jill Biden today said he was innocent. That was a dumb thing to do. Like, at least Joe goes, well, I love my son. And I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of his recovery and all that. He kind of, it's all fluff and bullshit, but he's saying something without really saying much. She came out and said he's innocent. That was really dumb. That was really dumb. I mean, he the other day said he doesn't believe he did anything bad, but saying I don't believe you did anything bad is different from he's innocent. Those are yeah. two different things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I you know the Hunter Biden thing. They're investigating. There's charges. There's this. There's that. So we'll see how that plays out. If he's guilty, then he's guilty. Well, you know. He Here's guilty. my thing. I say you put Hunter Biden in jail. Mm. In the same cell as Trump, because then we got a whole new show there. Now everybody can get something out of it. I'd watch the uh, the feed on that one, wouldn't you? I mean, that would be wildly entertaining. Because then, this, I guarantee you, in two and a half years, you could be like, "Can you believe they're crocheting together after all this time?" I never thought I'd see the day. They're just making little. They're making oven mitts together. It's beautiful. <laughs> That, that would be a nice bow on the end of this whole thing. You know, just wrap it up nice and neat like that. That'd be something. And Kanye would be like, it's a shame, too, because they could be making Yeezys and making real money. That's they what they'd be, be doing in they my commune. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a prison where I come from, you know. But they do all wear the same the same clothes. That's true. That is true. Um, all right. A couple of quick hits here, Frank. Then we wrap it up. Um Pfizer is the COVID vaccine is no longer going to be covered by the government. We're heading to a point where the money's running out and Pfizer is going to be charging Americans $130 to get a dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Yep. Should have got, so, got it when it was free. Somewhere between 110 and $130. I think, uh, I mean, nobody's getting it now. What was the numbers yeah. on the latest thing? It was ridiculous. Wasn't it like 60,000 or something? What? I think I saw a report this morning that the latest booster was distributed to 60,000 Americans. In total? Yeah. That can't be right. I got to look it up. You're right. That should be clarified. <laughs> I don't think that's right. That number sounds really low. There were how many boosters? Three? Total? I don't know what this last one is. I lost track. It, they're, they're Harry Potter movies to me at this point. I There's a lot of them. I don't fucking know. I have no idea what number we're on. I don't get all of it. I don't know how it works. You know? That's good. <laughs> Dr. Fauci and the, and the sorcerer's vaccine. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let's just ask. How many Americans received the latest COVID booster? Less than 4% of U.S. adults have gotten the updated COVID booster. Oh, hold on a second. Here, October 12th. There we so go. That's millions. That's in the millions. Yeah, yeah, it is millions. You're right. 11.5 million Americans have received the updated COVID booster. All right. So I don't know where I got 60,000 from. I don't know either. <laughs> All right, so eleven and a half million. That's that's a you know, that's the population of New York City, and I don't know, 
add a couple of million on this. Staten Island, maybe. That's New York City as well. <laughs> yeah, but there's eight million in Manhattan, I think, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought eight million was the whole was the five boroughs. Oh no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong about that though. I was wrong about the sixty thousand. I'm not. I'm not in any position to challenge <laughs> you on numbers. I don't know either. I'm sure those numbers have changed since I last heard them. Yeah, this feels like the last days of the cassette tape and the CD. You know, it's like it's over. Like it's not. You know, I kind of miss the CDs. I like CDs. I still get them when Metallica comes out with a, a new album. I buy the CD because I like to have it in my car and I like to. Are you for real? I get the CD. Yeah, it's a twofold. I I like to support you know buy their merchandise, and I also like to have the the physical copy of it. I see. I used to feel your way. See, you're always a little. I feel like you're just a little behind me in everything. Like I felt that way a couple of years ago, and now I don't feel that way so much even more. Anymore. I feel like I'm ahead of you. you. You know what? It could be depending on which way you're looking at it. I think you know CDs always. That's my preferred media because, yeah, digital's fine, but I don't. I feel like it. You know how our parents used to say the vinyl sounds the best. It still sounds. I still maintain that. I think the CDs are the best sound. Like the sound quality on a CD is better than obviously a cassette tape, and I think it's a little better than than on a on vinyl records. Just the quality, the stuff that you could hear off of a CD. You you lose some of that with with digital and, and all that stuff. Vinyl's hey. great too. I love vinyl. I'm a big big fan of vinyl. Me too. I love. I still have records. I have a record player. I'll tell you what, I haven't played it in it maybe over a year, mm. which I really would love to. But I just, I love on a Sunday fucking just putting it on and just like listening to it and just. Uh, I can tell you, I was very not surprised, but I, we, when uh, a few months ago, Aaron and I went to just, we haven't done it in a long time. We said, you know what? Let's go to the mall. We walked around the mall. And they had this, uh, you know, the store usually go in, there's just, it's like four or five rows of, of CDs, and then it's got like toys and t-shirts all around. Mm -hmm. It's like an FYE or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. All of, every row for the music was all vinyl, and there was maybe a small section, maybe a five-foot wide section of CDs. And Is that right? There was there were like four 50-foot rows. Every, every album, you know, every new artist, all the new stuff, all in vinyl. All in vinyl, huh? The whole store was filled. Because you know what I bet that is? You can get away with charging $25, $30 for a record. Yeah. But a CD, you can't. You can't. Because, you know, they're not going to sell the digital version. They, they can't. It's a physical store. They're not going to sit there selling digital versions. So they figured, what can we sell? CDs are kind of going away. Not everybody has the, the, the capability. But I always thought. 15 years ago, I was saying, see, uh, records are coming back. They're going to make a comeback. And I told the radio station I worked for at the time, we were an oldie station. I was like, we should start giving away records to do something cool with records, give away record players, do all this kind of stuff. Nah, it's not going to I was like, it's coming back. I'm telling you. And here we are. And they're everywhere now. Not to Can say I told you so. I'm gonna break a. I'm gonna break a rule and talk about something I shouldn't be saying. This is not. Oh boy, just t take a second. And think about it if you really want to say it. This needs to be said because people are going to be like, oh, but it, it's the fucking truth. I'm not holding up lies anymore. Um, so we used to do at the radio station that I worked at, we used to do that. Like we, we were big vinyl people. Yeah. Like music, you know, hardcore music. 
and like I, and I I loved it. So they came up with this idea, and they go, "What if we actually spun a vinyl record, and yeah, yeah. like a like a record store, you know, was going to sponsor it and everything?" And and I was like, "Cool." And now listen, in a radio, you fake a lot of the stuff, you know, like you're not really in an echo chamber when you're playing the, you know, a lot of it is theater of the mind, right? Sure. So I go, where are you going to put the record player in the studio? And they were like, no, we're not going to put a record player in the studio. Tell me they didn't do a record. They didn't do that. Was Turntable Tuesdays bullshit? Turntable Tuesdays? That's right. That's what it was called. I forgot. Damn right. That's what it's called. I live, in, was, this, I live in this town. That was kind of everywhere. And they, and they go, no, nah, we're just going to, we'll play the record sound. Like the sound of like you're dropping a needle on something. And I they go, didn't do it. They did. Are you serious? I go, listen, I'm with you a lot of the times, but you're pumping your, this whole sponsorship is authenticity. Yeah. The, the record, you know, store is counting on you to, you know, people are going to notice and hear the difference. You, you can't just kind of, you I mean, you can, it would probably be better if you didn't. Because I think people would he really hear the difference, the fucking needle and what it, what needle you have and all this fun stuff you can do with this. Like, we just changed the needle. We're going with this one. Tell me if there's a Like, you could have just done so much and like, no, we're just going to play the sound. That is awful. Yeah. And at a station that prides itself on like real like music fans, I was just like, come on, man. You can't just fucking, you know, like I get it, but. Yeah, just do it. Just do it for this one thing. Who cares? Because it would have been too much of a pain in the ass to borrow the record and then give it back. And then I'm like, it's one day a week. Who cares? Yeah, too much of a send an intern to go pick it up. Yeah, you're. Uh, they couldn't fucking do it. Drove me crazy. That is yeah. frustrating. Yeah, really drove me crazy. I don't uh, think they do it anymore. But it really because again, like it's like it's like the, it's that's their thing. You know. Yeah, that was the whole. That was a I I. You had me fooled because I was listening and I was like, ah, oh, this is great. And then like, you know, like, you'll hear them like, here's the prize wheel. And there's not a real prize wheel. No, that's, that's, fine. that's yeah. a sound. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Whatever. Yeah. But, but this, there was a, a moment to be authentic and just nothing. Ugh. I'll tell you what, the fucking, the one, the other one, the other station, uh, they, the oldies one, they had like mono recordings and stereo recordings. And the, people would call me up and go, can you play the Beatles, whatever? I go, okay. No, no, the, can you play the mono version? I go, just leave me the fuck alone. What difference is it? Like, <laughs> no, I want to hear the mono version from this. They were, like, crazy enough to – and one guy one guy, one time called me up, asked me to play a song. I play it. He calls me back. He goes, you didn't play the mono version. I go, I don't even know there was a fucking mono version for this. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, well, can you play the mono version? I go, no, I just played this song. Nobody's going to give a shit outside of you. That doesn't make any sense, too, because all – Whenever you hear something on the radio these days, it's it's. I feel like it's in mono, because when you hear something in stereo, you could tell because some one instrument's coming out of that speaker, it's not coming out of that speaker, and you could tell. But I feel like most of this stuff to, nowadays are transfer are are done in mono. Is that, am I wrong in that? I think so. I think it's all still stereo. Is it stereo? Yeah. Not, unless the way they're recording it, they don't pay attention to which. They try to get everything to come out of the same side. Well, the way they record, yes, that's that's like you mean like new artists, like the Beatles. Up. If you play the Beatles in stereo, 
you'll hear the bass out of this thing you'll hear the drum the drums out of the right speaker yeah uh, you'll hear the guitar out of the left speaker but today the music today is i guess it's recorded in stereo but everything's coming out of every speaker yep because you know what you know what that is you're listening to 128 tracks today right. and on the beatles they had eight so right. it's like if they didn't put the drums in the back left, they didn't have any. They didn't have any place for it, you know. Right. Yeah. Like that was kind of what happened with with that. But do you remember like the first time you had like a busted speaker and then you only heard one side? <laughs> yeah. And you you're know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> that sounds how, weird to me. I feel like that's that's how I learned what stereo. I had no idea what stereo was until that happened, and I was like, Same. oh, now I get it. Same. You that's know, you just hear. I'm like, why is there no singing in this? This is a weird song. <laughs> what is this a karaoke version they're playing? What's going on here? It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Taylor Swift broke uh, Spotify releasing her new record today. Oh, I just broke my microphone releasing my nothing. Hold on. She fucking, you okay there? Yeah, I just pulled it off. You got it? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, so she put it out. It came out on uh, Thursday night at midnight because it was supposed to come out Friday. Yeah, well, it's called Midnight's. Right. The, the album's called Midnight's. And uh, my wife being a huge fan, huge Taylor Swift fan. Listen, I wanted to listen today. I didn't. I did listened. you? I did. How was it? I I enjoy it. It's very good. There's a, a bunch of, you know, it's 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 about her. You know, apparently it's about all the stuff she thinks about it in the middle of the night. Kind right, of stop thing. it. She's How like, shitty does John Mayer look on this record? Be honest with me. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. John, John Mayer does not come off good. Neither does Kanye. Is that right? There's a little shot, a little dig at Kanye. Is it true there's a track on there that's called John Mayer's a fuckface? That's that's a secret bonus track. Nice. There's uh, a song called Karma. Mm -hmm. Chameleon. Right, and it's all about Kanye, and it's 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 pretty good. I got my favorite one so far on the on the album. I, I like her. I, I'll listen to. There's very few artists that will get me to listen to her and um, Arctic Monkeys. I wanted to listen. They got a new album out. I missed. I didn't have a chance to do either one of them today. Kind of a crazy day running around. But um, what was the second one? Arctic Monkeys. Oh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, they got a new. They got a new record out, and I. I was like, I'm gonna. That was my when I got up this morning. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do Taylor first, and then I'm gonna do Arctic Monkeys. And I wind up doing none of it, but that that was my plan going into it. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't do, I didn't hear any Arctic Monkeys, but Taylor, good album. Um, Aaron, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Karma was about uh, Kanye, but uh, Christine Coulson says that she thought it was about Scooter Braun. I don't know. I thought it was Kanye, but I oh, I the manager. There wasn't that the manager that fucked her over that she had to record everything over again, right? Could be either of them. Okay, yeah, could be either. So I'm not sure if it's about Kanye. It could be either, I guess. I do. I will say though, I, I, you know, I do. Going back to what you were saying, buying CDs, I do miss those days because that was me with OAR and Dave. I was still. Those are the last few that I was still buying their CDs, even though it was completely unnecessary, just because I wanted to keep supporting them. You know, and I do. You do yeah. kind of miss that. Like I notice it too with movies. Like, cause my son and I will, when we go to like the store, we always go to the electronics section of like Target or whatever. And he loves to look at the movies. And you remember that feeling of like getting a DVD and be like, I want to fucking watch this movie. It's going to be great. And now it's like all the stuff that he's looking at, it's like we have on streaming. 
Yeah, the magic is. I remember looking. You look at a uh, like a DVD case or a VHS tape case, and you see like the scenes on the back, and you're like, "Oh, this looks great." But now it's just like, it's, "Here, here's the title, and I'm gonna click on it, and that's that's what it is." That's it. And it's kind of all nice. of the majesty is gone. It's nice to have it instantly, though. Uh, DJ Shenanigan. I like to think of Frank listening to Taylor Swift's album with '80s headphones. <laughs> Maldu and the Carlton Day. You're how many times off. how many times did you listen to the album once all the way through and then smatterings of the different songs here and there so you went back to it yeah it was today was taylor swift day because i want to know here's my question right off the bat what what track came back on the second play and got a third play today karma you don't even have really to answer that karma, karma? I want an answer from Aaron on that as well, too. I want to know what, because that's how you can tell you get those sure. first few tracks. Uh, Aussie yeah. Annie, hopelessly in love with Taylor. I think everybody kind of likes Taylor. Taylor's great. Yeah. She's she's uh, she's definitely a household name that's, you know, everybody everybody loves Taylor. Yeah, I'm curious to check out the new the new album, too. Although, you know what I love about an album? You get your favorites and you're like, fuck, these four tracks are amazing. And then like three or four years pass by and maybe you put it on again. And then a track that you totally ignored the first time around. You're like, holy shit, this is good too. What is this? Oh, yeah. Yep. You just see, it's almost like you're hearing it for the first time. Cause then you, you get to know the band a little more and you're into it better. And you're like, oh, I go back and listen to something. And it's like, holy shit, they did this back then. And it's. <laughs> It's funny, though, how some tracks are just sleepers that literally take maybe five to ten years before you're like, shit, this was genius. This was really good. And I don't know why I was ignoring this the first couple of times around. Um, all right. Aaron's pick on the new Taylor Swift is Bejeweled, everybody. So that's that's Aaron C's pick right there. Uh, hey, Would You Blow Me goes with Nightbird. Or no, is he saying goodnight to Bird? I'm not entirely sure. I, I thought he was naming a track. <laughs> Let me look at the drag list. I don't know if that's, I don't think that's one. <laughs> I, I should know because there's seven conversations happening during the podcast <laughs> on the live chat. So that's true. I, sh I should have. songs, <laughs> and that's not one of them. <laughs> Oh, see that? Look at that a little warning from Aaron C, my wife. Bigger than the whole sky will make you cry. Now, yeah, that one—that's a tough one because that's uh, apparently. I mean, I think these are all rumors of what the because there's a lot of discussion about there out there about what these songs are about and who they're about and whatever. Yeah, bigger than the whole sky. Apparently, is about she had a. Oh, sorry. Hold on. My back. Mm-hmm. You with me? Okay. So, bigger than the whole sky apparently is about her. She had a miscarriage. I did not know that. So, yeah, I didn't know it either. But apparently, that's what everybody's saying about this one. Um, and I think that's the rumor. I don't know if she's confirmed that or not, but that's what everybody's saying about this song. And when you listen to it, it's like holy shit. That's yeah, like. It, it's pretty if it's not it's uh, what is it about then because that's pretty close to what she's describing hold on uh robin's favorite track is bird is going to work is that 
that's that's that is a trek actually <laughs> um oh, i didn't know she had a miscarriage now she's married no taylor she's not married she has a boyfriend that she's had for the last like two two years three years something like that um and people so she's living in sin is what you're saying i'll tell you okay but uh, apparently, I think I think all of these are rumors. But I think that one is about a miscarriage. That's heartbreaking. I wasn't ready for a miscarriage. It's a tearjerker. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. I wasn't prepared. Yeah, yeah so just heads up, heads up on that one. Now I kind of want to listen to it right now. So I'm telling you, once we're done here, jump over to that. Going right over to Taylor Swift. Midnight's baby. Um, let me see here, uh, Paul. Uh, breaking Midnight's breaks record for biggest album debut previously held by Drake certified lover boy. There you go. What I does that mean? That... What the album hasn't even been out for 24 hours yet. Uh, I guess it already broke it. It's two more hours, Jesus. Uh, but I heard Spotify crashed. Well, that's what that's what this. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, it's the Internet was down. But then I think they were saying their Internet was down where their servers were. I don't know. But I think they fucking crashed because of this. I mean, everybody was just piling on to hear it. So this is yeah, it's huge. 13 tracks. It's a good album. Good, good stuff. If you had to choose between Taylor or Adele, who would you pick? Taylor. Wow. You answered that very fast. So it's Taylor. She's, Damn. I mean, Adele's great, but Taylor. I'm a little partial to Taylor, uh, to uh, Adele. I, I love Taylor, but I'm, I'm like, an, I'm an Adele guy, I think. Wow. What do you do? I mean, hello from the other side, I guess. Um, Frank, I think we've run out of time. We didn't cover our chain restaurants topic. That's okay. We didn't get to our death question. I think we should save this. I don't want to rush this death question. That's probably a good idea. We'll save it for when Janine comes back on. Yes. Yes. If she comes back from death, because you killed her with COVID. Remember your party that you threw? She does not have COVID. I got confirmation through via text. Prove it. She's, she's been chatting with Erin. About uh, her symptoms? About stuff. <laughs> That stuff. Matthew Taylor record. Does she like Nightbird? About (laughs) she does like Nightbird. It's a good song. (laughs) So she wrote. uh, So Aaron wrote. uh, Do you have COVID? Very flat out. You know they were talking about other stuff. Uh, And Janine wrote, "No, lol." Why would Aaron ask her? She knows she doesn't have COVID. Who cares if she did have COVID? She She asked because you. Because you brought it up at the beginning of the episode. She asked while we were on the air. Because wife, you, you were like, oh, she has COVID. She should know better than to, to listen to me. Here's the thing, though, with your wife and, and me. One day I'm really going to need some help. And she's going to be like, fuck you, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're the, the jerk who qu- cried wolf. I'll deserve it, then. That's all. Hey, I'll, you know, what are you going to do? I'll deserve it. Oh, I see a nice little message from from my wife. Good night, everyone. Happy Taylor Swift Day. P.S. Love as is. Is that another track? No, I think that's like a, a message that Taylor Swift says. I'm not really sure. Yeah, but okay. it's nice. 
I like I like that message. Love should, should we change format to just a Taylor Swift podcast? We'll just talk about Taylor Swift all the time. We could. I don't think. I think we'll gain more. <laughs> I think we'll get more more listeners. You can't go wrong with Taylor. Did I lose you? No, you didn't lose me. I'm I'm trying to find what Paul was talking about. Um, but I'm right. seeing some of the headlines here. Taylor Swift's Midnight's album release prompts more Tay-spiracies on social media. What's a Tay? Like, like Taylor conspiracy. Got it. Taylor like Swift. A, that's like ye. Uh, God. What was it? Well, I can't wait to live in the Taco system. That's going to be amazing. Taco system. That, you see, that's, you know, that, that sounds lovely. Taco right. system or Swifto, Swifto, Swifto Swift, system? Uh, Swiftiverse. Swiftiverse. Taylor Swift issues thank you message to her army for smashing Spotify to pieces. See that? And before the clock would even strike midnight on October 22nd, Taylor Swift broke the record for the most streamed album in a single day in Spotify history. Congratulations, Taylor. Boom. Mm-hmm. I don't get the album cover. What is she, what are we, oh, is that a flame? Okay. It's a, like a lighter she's holding or something, a flame. It's a lighter. You know what looks confusing? I swear to God. Don't, I'm not making a joke here. It looks like she popped open an AirPod thing and one of the AirPods just floated out. That's what it looks like to me. Look at the album cover. Tell me that the flame isn't shaped like an AirPod and that the the lighter doesn't look like an open it does look like an AirPod. <laughs> AirPod case. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe that was intentional. I that's what it first looked like to me. They won't say how many streams though. I mean, maybe they did. I just can't find it in this article. Island in the streams. That is what we are. Sorry, I'm I'm filling in for J. Sabs. Uh, uh, Guinness says uh, Swift has only herself to compete with. Uh, Red Taylor's version. Last year, she released Red Taylor's version which in turn broke the record she'd set with Folklore back in 2020. Guinness says Red scored 90.8 million streams during its first 24 hours. So they're saying that this is bigger than that. I don't know why they're not... Oh, wait, here we go. Um, Spotify didn't release specific numbers for Midnight's and its one-day performance, but we do know... Swift unseated to score. We do know who Swift unseated to score the honor, and that's Bad Bunny, whose Unverano Sinti posted its own record with 183 million one day streams back in September of 2021. Mm. Jesus Lord, 183 million streams in a day. That seems that seems like a lot. We still got two hours to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stream the record now. I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna be a part of this add, momentous occasion. Add to the numbers. Nice. Right? I'm in. I'm gonna we go should, listen to it again. We should all listen to it and then be like this. You know what pushed her over the edge? AOA podcast. That's what did it. You know what's weird? I didn't even listen to it on Spotify. She's it's on YouTube. She listened she she posted it to YouTube too. You listen to it on YouTube? That's crazy. Yeah, she 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 streamed it to YouTube. 
I forgot you're a YouTube guy. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, well, that's well, that's what's insane when you think about YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all the different places to stream now. Yeah, it's uh, they're everywhere. Unless, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it was Spotify we were listening to. I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't go looking for it, but it's there, and it's great. It's crazy. You know what Taylor Swift loves? Jumpstart Coffee Company. That's all she drinks. We can neither confirm nor deny. What do you want from me? I just hear what I hear, and I relay it to you guys. Grab some Jumpstart Coffee. Link in the description below. Um, we got AOA merch. Grab that. The link in the description below. Become a member. Link it's in the description stuff. above. Just kidding. It's below. It's below. It's always below. Always below. And uh, that's it for us. Frankie C, you were brilliant. Ah, Lovely. Good job. Appreciate we'll catch you guys on the next one. R.I.P. J. Sabs. R.I.P. Jerk. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>